Listeners, welcome once again to Review That Review. We are the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing reviews. That's Trey Gerald. And that is Chelsea Dawn. And together we are the Review Queens. But before we get into those reviews, Chelsea, is there anything that you need to lodge a complaint about this week? Thank you for asking. I mean, I love when I have something happen in real time because then it really <laughs> becomes a cathartic moment. But I was taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. Trash bag was definitely, you know, full. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. Okay. Oh, no. I'm going to say it was full and it was stretching the laws of physics. And I knew that. Okay. Uh-oh. However, I got it down the stairs, got it in the garage. I opened the garage. All was fine and well. Right before I was about to get it into the trash, like in the heave, let's mm-hmm. say. The heave ho. The heave ho of it all just pushed it over the edge and everything collapsed out of the bottom of the bag. I, I knew I was testing the laws of physics, but I guess my complaint is why did it have to let me get so far? You know, why did it have to let me get to that point where I thought, it was going to work out. And we were so close. Did did God need like an extra laugh that day? Were my <laughs> angels up there looking down being like, we need, was Bob Saget up there being like, I need a little, you know, America's Funniest Videos moment from the sky, R.A.P. Bob Saget. But like, come on, so close. Or... Maybe God was looking down yeah. and said, you know what? I'm going to do this to Chelsea Outside instead of the, of the actual garbage man who's going to okay. come in. Because how many times do you think that happens to garbage people? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I'm I sure it's feel happened like the machine for the garbage truck comes out. It's like an arm. It grabs it. It takes it to nearly the top. That's what mine does. Grabs it, takes it to nearly the top. And then dunk, dunk, dunk. So I don't think, I, I don't know that this would have attacked a garbage man, but maybe. Maybe God was looking out for me and letting it happen there and not inside the house. Like, wait, what? Wait, so you don't have a garbage person that hangs on the side of the truck and grabs the garbage? We do, but he's there as like like a second in command. You know what I mean? Like he's there oh. if something goes wrong, if we have like an error in the processes. Because you have like a big in. metal trash can that it like hooks through the little hole and then like plops it's it down. It's not big and metal, honestly. It's just like a standard thick plastic trash bit, which which honestly, these like claws of whatever they are that grab this thing, right? One time we overstuffed the trash can like weight capacity wise and the the oh. machine was able to pick it up, but its claws indented into the trash can oh. and Mm-mm. broke it. Oh no. So I don't think it's a foolproof plan. I don't know that God was looking out for the trash man that was like the second in command sitting there. Maybe he would have gotten a little spillage. Not sure. But 
it just, you know what I mean when it's like you're working on something. Yeah. It happened to me with something else earlier in the week. I was trying to fix my robot vacuum and I was really proud of myself because I got into the second to last step. And then in the last minute, I like snipped the electrical wire and I was like, well, oh. there goes the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, so this isn't the first time this has happened to me where I've gotten nearly to the finish line. Right. I'm in the clear and then bam, you know, and I just hate that. That really reminds me of like the old days of dial-up modem when you were like downloading stuff on LimeWire and you were like at 98%. It's taken you yes. three days to download and then your sister picks up the phone. Exactly. That's the feeling. That's the feeling like, ooh, I'm there. And then bam. And you know what? That is does sort of feel like a metaphor for life because I think we've all experienced that feeling of like, oh, I'm on the precipice of something <sighs> amazing. And then bam, never mind. So well, that's what creates me being cynical and not want to celebrate right. too early. Because right. I always think the other shoe's going to drop. I know, which is Brene Brown tells us that we shouldn't be foreboding joy. But it is hard because these moments do happen, right? So I don't know. There's a silver lining in there somewhere. I, the only one I can see is that Thankfully, this didn't happen again where it spilled on the stairs because then I think I would have really lost my mind. I thought about that. So that's my complaint for this week. I hear you. Um, thank you for listening and being there for me. This is fresh, hot off the presses. This I've complaint. definitely been there before. And it, of course, it's like, let me just, I'm going to get away. I'll get away with it rather than opening <laughs> yeah, up another exactly, bag. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then at the end of the day, you're mad because you don't have anyone to blame but yourself. Like I should have double bagged. I <sighs> knew it when I was bringing it down. Like I had several moments where I could have pivoted and I didn't. And it's my own fault. But I just, sometimes you want to get away with it. You know? I hear you. That's very frustrating. Speaking of getting away with things, Trey. Yes. Should we jump into this week's online review where this person clearly thought that they were going to get away with just writing a review willy nilly? Little did they know the review queens were in the wings waiting to review that review. Interesting day for that creative segue because <laughs> just you wait. Yeah, Ooh, let's do I'm it. I'm so excited. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, then we break it down and rate the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that Chelsea and I call... Assess that kvetch. That's right. And Trey, it is your turn this week. What have you brought in for us? All right. So today, good old faithful, I have a... One star review okay. from Yelp.com. Love her. Four. Oh, by Cirque du Soleil. <gasps> seen it. Seen it. I've seen it. I've never seen O, but I've I've seen the other show in Vegas that is underwater. Okay. O is like the OG water, I want to say one. So this is written by user Patrick T. And they're just, this is a sidebar, but their profile picture is like a very scary looking child a la The Ring. Aye. Okay. So just keep that in the back of your mind as I read this. Great. Now I'll be traumatized, but okay, I'll get through it. I mean, I find Sir just lay mildly traumatizing, so I feel like it fits. I mean, that there is a parallel there. Okay. All right. So this is Patrick T's one star Yelp review for O by Cirque du Soleil. Here we go. Can't wait. My wife always wanted to watch the show for the longest time. 
As someone who hates to travel and a big germaphobe, <laughs> period, I saved all my sick leave and days off just so that I could plan this drive to Las Vegas mainly for her to see the show. Just to see my wife's reactions to this show was priceless. I picked a good seats for us to make sure I don't disappoint her. However, while my wife was in awe for the entire show and claps for every stunt performed, period, mm. I, <laughs> I am stuck with a selfish, inconsiderate Indian guy next to me. Oh, God who did nothing but to take pictures and post on his Facebook. Even after multiple requests, he just kept on taking video and pictures. His phone was so bright that it makes my blood boils. He also won't stop stabbing his elbow through my ribs. I have already moved to right side. Half of my body is already filled the space on my wife. <laughs> this mofo thought it was sign that I am giving him the permission to take wider angle shots mm. and moved his shoulder and elbow in front of my point of view. I didn't want to ruin the show. Everyone else that I was forced to remain silent. Unfortunately, the front desk clerk told me that the show is fully booked for tomorrow and was only able to refund my portion of the show. I was really hoping to watch it. From the way my wife described the show, I really missed out. <laughs> I had to take a couple of aspirin just to calm myself down. Oh my God. From the aggravation and distress this person had caused me, I should have just stayed home. <laughs> this event alone destroyed my vacation. Oh my God. On the bright side, my wife enjoyed it. I could have sent my days off, sick leave, and hard-earned money somewhere else than to give it away to Bellagio. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> what is this review? Okay, so first of all, clearly we have a lot of spelling and grammar issues right off the bat. Really did not do a proper edit, for sure. No, and there are plenty of... Um, end punctuation marks in this review but sometimes it begins with a capital letter most of the times it doesn't they like do periods when they could do commas like it's really this is a really low bar for grammar very very low i mean to start off when we started with the my wife of it all ah, the, the first two words the first two words i i immediately wrote again because these freaking reviews my hubby, mm -hmm. my wife. 
I don't know. There's something that's like so. Maybe it's because I'm I'm not married, but like it just you're married, so you can speak to the contrary. But I just feel like it's so gross. Like let your wife have her own voice. Write this from your perspective. It's okay if you want to include your wife in the narrative, but whenever somebody starts a review with like my wife, I'm just like shut up. Mm. Was that just me? I hear you. Okay. Two words in, and you were livid. <laughs> Yes, the two words and I was just like, (laughs) here we go again. And then the germaphobe section, there was a little bit that was lost in translation here for me. So is the husband saying that he's a germaphobe? Because it happened right after the my wife and I was angry. Yeah. Can you clarify? Yeah, the sentence is grammatically incorrect, but it is saying... As someone who hates to travel and a big germaphobe. So like, but he said my wife as someone who likes to travel. So like there was like something in there. No, no, no. I think they're saying the wife always wanted to see the show. Right. And that they are someone who hates to travel and a big germaphobe. Right. Here's the thing about this review. There's an argument to be stated somewhere within all the Michigas. However... The delivery <laughs> is really not good. Ugh. Now, at least we're prefacing this with saying that we're a germaphobe so that we're understanding that the reaction that we're having is maybe extreme. I'm not excusing the taping. In fact, I do think that that was the fault of the Bellagio. Someone should have gone in there if it was really that egregious <laughs> and stopped this individual, right, from taping. Because I'm pretty sure that's a part of their rules. I don't think you can just, like, tape willy-nilly. Well, I had a question about that because I remember during lockdown, yeah, I was like really putting in the most random keywords into YouTube just to watch live content. And right. I really thought you would like not be allowed to record Cirque du Soleil. Right. But you found footage. No, I never did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think like anything else, like Broadway shows, right? Like every once in a while, you'll see a tape, but that person is being like sleuthy about it and they're not really supposed to be doing that. So I do think that if it was so obvious that this was happening, that I do wish like security could have gone over at some point and just said like, hey, stop doing that. So I do think that that's messed up. However, maybe this is me being too sensitive But there was something about the fact that Patrick mentioned that the guy was Indian. I know. In this context that made me feel like, again, this is like a huge accusation. I'm not, I don't want to say like they're a bigot, but it felt a little bit bigoty to me. And so, well, because the ethnicity of the annoying person has nothing to do with anything else. So it's an unneeded identifier. Exactly. So then you start to question, why are you including it? Exactly. Right. Because if the man was just kind of more of a faceless man, I would have maybe been like, oh, that was messed up. But because we're like an Indian man sitting next to me had this experience and I'm a germaphobe and ew, gross, and his hands are everywhere. There was just something that like lost in that argument for me because of that well it's interesting because as i was reading it when i first found this i almost like clicked on the next because i was like i'm not gonna bring this in if it's like a bio-racist person 
And then I did also think, well, maybe some of the grammar stuff is maybe this person is an English as a second language person. Sure. Or they're just very lazy with grammar. Who, it right. could, who knows? Right. But then it's interesting you're really picking up on the germaphobe comment because so much of the annoyance doesn't like, yes, I think being a germaphobe probably heightens it because it's a stranger that's so close to you. But they right. also talk about how bright the screen is, how right. like, I don't know. Well, okay. I think the big glaring issue here for me is like the wife. What inside of this review yeah. has anything to do with the show? Nothing. No. Nothing. Except for maybe that the ushers don't do their job. Yes. And then the fact that the wife, which again, not the intention of a five-star review, enjoyed the show. so blown away by the yeah. show oh, that she clap. didn't notice her no. husband sitting next to her having like a pissy fit a the entire time total <gasps> meltdown next to her digging into her and the wife is still both eyes ahead enjoying the show so if anything <laughs> if we're talking about the context of the show and even the anger at patrick for missing the show i think the show sounds great i really hate when someone leaves a one-star review when I feel like the Bellagio did their part, they gave the refund. Right. I mean, that's they, pretty crazy to, I mean, that it seems like, yes, like to your point, yes, for the Bellagio to then give you a refund because you said the person beside you was so distracting, you couldn't enjoy the show. Right. That seems like an outrageous refund. And they did it. Right. So that only makes the Bellagio look even more like coming out smelling like roses right it's the and opposite I don't think that it's outrageous personally like i think again there's a lot of distraction here because i don't love patrick the individual so i'm trying to separate my feelings for patrick from the incident and like find the complaint in here and i think that the complaint is valid and i think that the response was appropriate you know if even if you go to a movie and then you go to the box office afterwards and you tell them that you didn't like the movie or that there was somebody chewing really loudly next to you and you couldn't hear it. They'll refund you. Oh. So, you know, I don't think it's crazy, but I do think that it's appropriate. And I do think it's the, the queenly move. Right. Like, there, what's the complaint? You told them that you had a bad experience and they gave you back your money. So did you then go to the casino and lose all that money and now you're extra bitter, Patrick? I mean, what happened? I just think there's details missing because you're that upset that you got a free ticket to a show that your wife really wanted to see and you only had to pay for half. Well, I think Patrick plays both sides of the field because at the beginning, the first couple of sentences, Patrick's really spell sp spelling out the story that right. it's like the wife really wants and they're like, exactly. you know, for my wife's sake. And then at the yeah. end, they're like, I would have really en enjoyed to have seen the show. Exactly. I, but, I think the, but I think the principal complaint is Patrick gives us the backstory that they saved up all of their sick and uh, days off just for this trip. So I understand that then you didn't even get to enjoy it, but there's part of me that thinks that Patrick's probably a curmudgeon and doesn't. I enjoy think Patrick is a curmudgeon. I personally think right? that Patrick lost money in the casino. That's my instinct. Is it on the page? No, but I do feel that way. I feel like something else happened on this trip that really got our curmudgeon extra curmudgeon -y. I think it's ridiculous that we start the review 
trying to give ourselves the world's biggest pat on the back by being like, look at what a great husband I am. I didn't really want to do this, but my wife did. So I took all my sick leave for my wife, for my wife, for my wife, for my wife, for my wife. And then in the end, you're like, and my wife had a great time. Right. So if it was for your wife, then mission accomplished. Right. I mean, kind of. Okay, so I just looked it up. So O is 90 minutes. So I would imagine there is no intermission. Because that was my big counter here. Is like, why did you not go at intermission intermission? and get the house manager and cause a scene? Like, so I hear that that was not an opportunity. Patrick would have had to have gotten up. Presumably, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me ducking and diving in front of the person with the camera, then miss more of the show because you're trying to hunt down the ushers and stuff. But you would assume that the ushers are paying attention. And if you see someone with a huge camera that's like moving over and blocking the person's view, that like someone would have intervened. And not to mention, like, I know that it's hard and we've definitely talked about this on the show that both of us struggle with this. I know it's hard to confront someone, especially in the moment when the show is happening. But in all fairness, if Patrick was having such a problem, could he not have turned to the guy next to him and like, hey, you're in my space. The light is in my eye. You know, like, right. why couldn't Patrick have said that? I mean, Patrick says that even after multiple requests. So oh, Patrick okay. is at least saying okay, that they missed that. What do you think about the claim that they had to take aspirin to calm down? God. Is aspirin a calm downable su- substance? I thought it was for like aches and pains. So did I. I just feel like it's too much, Patrick. Like, you're just saying too much. Like, I don't feel bad for you. I just don't. I just, it's a perfect example of the delivery. Because is there a valid complaint in there? Yeah. Do I care for you? No. All the information you're giving me about yourself, Patrick, is not very good. Well, it also sounds to me like those malpractice lawsuits where you know someone's just up for a money grab exactly this, this sentence. Like, ah, my ribs aspirin from the aggravation and distress this person had caused me God. i should have just stayed home this event alone destroyed my vacation it's like really that destroyed your vacation like but you're still saying your wife enjoyed it which at the top I, you're saying was your goal good point all right so what do you think the value unique any new information in here i mean other than the ushers that we talked about like no and that no other than you know what i think the best information here is for a fellow like curmudgeon or somebody that's worried going into the show that they're not going to like it is if i really don't like it i can tell them or if i really have a problem i can tell them and maybe i'll get a refund yeah i think that's the valuable information spelling and grammar clearly atrocious really bad is it truthful or is it shady it's shady. I think it's definitely shady, but I but I don't understand who he, who Patrick's attacking. Well, that's why I'm like, are they racist? Like, are they are they a bigot? But, I don't know. But like, if you're so angry at this person seated next to you, why are you leaving this review on the Yelp? Like, it's never going to get back to that person. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, why are right. you leaving a review? It's this is this whole upset this whole thing is, is like a waste, right? Because it's not telling me anything about. No. The show. Or like, yeah, what to expect about the show. Do you think this is going to be common, fluky, typical? I mean, we know everyone goes to Vegas. So it's like you're going to encounter every walk of life. Correct. But 
I, I don't think that I everybody mean, would handle it the same way that Patrick did. I think that that's where the like commonality factor is sort of like lost on me. I do think that you're right. And there's all kinds of people in Vegas. And is it is it likely that I might have someone trying to film next to me? It, it could happen. But I don't know that it would go down in this disastrous of a way for most people. Or like, because we've all been in these sort of settings, whether it's a movie theater, whether it's a Broadway show or an opera or some some theater setting where like someone is like opening candy and it's really distracting. Right. Or someone's phone goes off. Like we've all been in and that that is like a very held, energetic, upset. Like there's a lot of like emotionalness that happens. Right. For sure. That you seem to sort of exhale and it goes away. Right. So... Uh, I don't know. I don't know about how typical this is. I'm not. I mean, like humor, entertainment. I guess I was like entertained because I was I had a real immediate take on Patrick. That's more of a entertained, you know, as a result of the review as opposed to entertained by Patrick himself. I mean, I think it's entertaining that just how upset Patrick is. Right. And how it really has nothing to do with the show and then how you you really pointed out like like patrick is still just upset but right the bellagio helped and like refunded his ticket yeah i think if this had been a two or three star and even if it was the same exact copy but it was a two or three accounting for the fact it would land differently Mm -hmm. but i think the fact that we're giving one star like i think one star is everything happened and i asked for a discount and they didn't give it to me right so impact is there an impact for you? Will, would would Patrick's review be a deal breaker for you in going to see O by Cirque du Soleil in Las Vegas? No, it would not no. be a deal breaker for me. It would not have. It has nothing to do with the show, as you mentioned. So it's for sure not a deal breaker. It's for sure not hurting O in that way. I believe, but yeah, the no. impact for me is that like. I'm enraged and I'm having an emotional response to the review. Yeah. Okay. Should we jump right into the crowning? Let's do it. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox honey total score 
Okay. I'm holding up a half crown. Trey is holding up one crown. All right, Patrick, as I said, as I segued into this portion of the show, you didn't think anyone was going to look, did you? But we looked, Patrick. We disagree. You should have taken another crack at the spelling. I don't like you putting everything on your wife and I don't trust you because you said you wanted this for your wife and then your wife was happy and you're still a curmudgeon. There was really no information here about the actual show. This is, like I've said before, sort of like a clog in the drain of the reviews. I need to get past you if I really want to know information about the show or the ticketing or anything that is really prevalent to me deciding whether or not I'm going to see O or not. So for that reason, I could only award you a half crown. Trey, where's the one crown coming from? Yeah, I just said one crown because I think, once again, this is one of those reviews where the emotion from the reviewer actually has the opposite impact they're intending. Right. I really extrapolate from this review, like the quality of the show is really good, especially for someone who's been wanting to see it, that they're literally applauding every stunt and on top of being a germaphobe who is upset you're also upset that you didn't get to enjoy it so that only makes me want to see the show more so i I said one crown because this is not review queen material by any stretch of the imagination not even pretty pretty far off yeah yeah pretty (sighs) bad but pretty good review to bring in trey lot to uh lot to chew on there almost as much as a vegas buffet Ooh, episode one <laughs> that's right or two two it was atlantic city anyway atlantic. yeah yeah okay so while we're chewing on that fat chelsea yes. it is your turn we have reached the most regal portion of the show and who are you going to induct today for my royal highness I'm so glad that you asked Trey. So I was thinking, what are the type of things that we should be really grateful for that we haven't nominated because there's been so many that we have. But one that I do not think we've nominated, Trey, is hand sanitizer. You guys. Well, I did do the spray one. Oh, shoot. But but I'm just going to say as a conceit, the invention of oh, hand yeah. sanitizer. Like, what did we do before hand sanitizer was invented? Apparently, Lupe Hernandez is the legendary inventor of hand sanitizer. And this, wow. this invention identified a way of combining a disinfectant alcohol solution in gel form. And in doing that, billions of people were able to clean their hands when they, when they didn't have access to soap and water. I mean, Lupe, way to completely change the game. How would we even have gotten through this pandemic? I mean, I was a very long-time user of hand sanitizer back in like middle school i was the person at bed bath and beyond that was buying all those little ones that had the great sense so i i mean i love hand sanitizer so i should you mean bath and body works what did I say? I was about Beth and Beyond. Yep, yep. I meant Bath and Body Works. Sorry, body I works. do that. I always do that too. Wait, the Bath and Body that. Works with the little like um, cylindrical beads that would pop. Yes. Yes. Yes, that are like apparently very bad for the environment. But I would use them 
all the time. I would love, there was an outlet in Atlantic City and my sister and I used to go and get like a million of them. So hand sanitizer has definitely been something that has gotten me through. As someone that is a little bit, not to say that I'm so much like uh, Patrick, but a little bit of a germaphobe myself, having oh my hand God. sanitizer around, which isn't this funny, Trey, we always do this, but having hand sanitizer around has been something that's really made me feel better. Um, And I want to induct Lupe for just bringing such a fabulous invention that so many people rely on into our lives. So thank you, Lupe Hernandez. You are my Royal Highness. Wow. Mazel tov, Lupe. You totally deserve this induction hand sanitizer i remember it being introduced and it being like a total game change i mean and i never stopped to think who it was like right how genius how genius what a queen that was good good one thanks well we did a queen that is another round on the ru a rq that's my um clown horn ferris wheel yes (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend or your wife. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy or your (laughs) ex-wife. To support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Hit up our voicemail box, 1850-REVIEW-0. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com. Follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On this week's After Show Pod Trey, we are rating and reviewing a five star review from Amazon for Get Your Finger Ready. Tile Rec Slimmest Voice Activated Recorder with 145 hours recording capacity, MP3 records, 24 hours battery time, metal case by Addo Digital. It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. To find out what made Trey say, Of course, I have the same last name as my dad. What happened to your brain just now? And to find out what made Chelsea say, <laughs> Trey, then become a member of our Patreon. Where did my voice go? <laughs> then become a member of our Patreon over at reviewthatreview.com slash Patreon so that you get to hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast. Also, you must remember. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. That's right, mama. Bye. That's right, papa. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Wait, I just thought we could also yeah. talk to um, Frances, Patreon member, because she went to Clown Conservatory. <gasps> I don't think I'd ever want to be a clown. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about our clown names in the after show. You have a clown name? I don't know. I thought maybe I could name you and you can name <laughs> me. <It'd be> <laughs> okay, Fatty Patty. Fatty Patty. <laughs> Petty Patty.
Patty, Patty Fatty. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal your name in the after show. <laughs>